Live from the Stamp Show Here Today Economics Desk, this is the award-winning Stamp Show Here Today. If you can dream it, we can collect it. Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Cash, just me again. This is an economics update. So we have a couple of major auctions coming up, and I have not, I obviously can't see into the future. But here is what is going on and has been going on for about the last three months. Now, this is in regards to the collector slash investor and then the people who spend a lot of money on stamps. Normal collectors and collectors at the lower levels, they'll continue to do whatever they're going to do. But in the last two weeks, a couple things have happened. Uh, first one is that there has been a dramatic sort of change of idea in the economy that maybe inflation is here to stay and maybe the Federal Reserve isn't going to be able to get it under control as easily as they said it was. As a matter of fact, it was humorous. Uh, it wasn't humorous. It was apocryphal that a person at the Las Vegas stamp show said, well, you know, inflation, the Fed's going to get it under control, so I don't know what's going to happen with stamp collecting. And I, you know, sort of gave him a look, but inflation is not, inflation will eventually go away. It always does. You know, they had Roman inflation that lasted 50 years. Hopefully our inflation won't last 50 years, but it will eventually go away. The money supply equates out to the supply and demand of goods. But over the last two weeks, um, Bitcoin pretty much collapsed. Eh, I wouldn't say so much it collapsed. It depends on when you bought it. But... Seven months ago, Bitcoin was in the 60000 almost $70,000 range. And today, as I'm speaking here, I'm recording on Thursday. This is going to go up today. Bitcoin is at 21000 That is a significant hit. Gold, on the other hand, has been pretty stable. Hasn't moved much at all over the last almost the last year definitely since August so Bitcoin is seen as a very speculative stock a very speculative investment a speculative currency it's not going to reflect a lot of the stamp market however gold does as a matter of fact gold is a replacement for stamps If you take out the enjoyment factor, if you take out the thrill of the hunt factor, you know, if you're looking at just buying something to hold value, then gold is a replacement for stamps. Gold has been totally stable. And it's interesting that it has been stable because stamps have not. Stamps have gone up. Eh, I'm seeing 20% on a conservative side, but... A lot of it is going up more. And as a matter of fact, there is a very good friend, 
collector uh, in Alaska who is literally a gold miner, literally has a gold mine. And he is wondering why gold prices haven't gone up. And he attributes it more to market manipulation or control. Whereas that market manipulation and control really doesn't exist in the stamp market. There are some people who control the stamp market, but it's difficult because the stamp market is too diverse. There aren't certain exchanges which control it. You know, you have Seagulls, you have Kelleher, those are the two big auction houses, but there are thousands of other places to buy stamps. So, whereas gold has not gone up in value, stamps have. Now, over the last two weeks again, interest rates are going up. That means that bond values are going down. That means that the Federal Reserve is going to start having some little problems. Um, You're going to have home loans dropping off, which they have, because as interest rates go up, the monthly cost of a mortgage goes up. And so since people want to pay a certain amount of a monthly mortgage, it necessarily causes homes to slow down in their uh, purchasing. It causes homes to slow down in their sales. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. There are some big buyers out there. Mostly they're institutional buyers who are going out and just buying up all the houses and turning them into rental properties. But I'm talking about the mom and pop families buying houses. Those are getting very, very difficult. Nobody finances stamps, or I should say, nobody should finance stamps. If you're buying stamps and putting it on your credit card, you might want to take a second look at that. Uh, you're going to be paying a high, much higher interest on your credit card than the value of the stamps may be increasing. Now, I will say that just as full disclosure, my timing is not perfect. I personally changed my investment strategies in August, both in my stamp portfolio as well as my um, stock portfolio. And like I said, my in my stock portfolio, I mentioned before, I went out of a lot of the retail that I had and I went more into resource stocks, gold mining, oil, uh, timber, it, if it, if it is a thing that is used to make another thing, that's kind of what I did. And then in my stamps, I started spending more money on the, the items I needed and foregoing purchase of the lesser items because the 300 to $500 items that I need are going to go up far more in value than the 25 cent and 50 cent stuff that I need. So I did that in August. I really should have done it in November. If I had held off four months, I would quite frankly have uh, made more money. So my timing isn't perfect, but you know, we're arguing over four or five months. 
So the market is following the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve says it's going to end inflation. We will see, but I don't see any way they can. To battle inflation, the Federal Reserve has to increase interest rates. If a recession occurs, then that's going to eat up a lot of the inflation also. But what happens when a recession occurs and we still have high inflation? This is exactly what happened in the 1970s. If we see that occur, we know that we're in a 1970s-style uh, market. And in that case, I've like I've discussed before, stamps at the beginning, which we're past the beginning. Beginning was pre-COVID. Beginning was two years ago. So we're two years into this. But at the beginning of the 1970s, a U.S. number one cataloged $67.50. It then went up to $800. And then it went down to $300. So if you're buying U.S. number one, let's just take U.S. number ones right now. If you're buying them in the $150 to $250 range, a discount off Scott's, they're already way over. You're, you're not going to buy a U.S. number one that's in any sort of condition for less than $350 and probably more like less than $500. Like I said, at the last Kelleher sale where they had a number of them, they all sold for $1,000. They were all nice, but they're going for three times catalog. That's what we're seeing. So... What we're seeing right now in the stock market and everything is short-term. Collectors don't collect stamps short-term. Well, if you're buying stamps not for short-term, then you're not a collector. You're an investor. And if you're buying them to flip them, you go beyond investor into speculator. We're all investors. We all, if we spend $500 for a U.S. number one, we want to make sure we get our $500 back. Otherwise, we're just buying little pieces of paper. We may as well just put a photocopy of U.S. number one in our stamp album. We're buying stamps and we're paying significant money for them because we think we're going to get that significant money back after we've had all the enjoyment of completing our sex, completing our collection, uh, and get, you know, researching the stamps, getting it, holding it, treasuring it. You know, you don't kind of get that with, you don't hold and treasure 100 shares of ExxonMobil stock. But there, if you are a short-term flipper, you're going to buy a U.S. number one and then flip it in a month. And I know, I know directly two people who do that as a living. That's their living. Um, you're not investors, you're speculators. So this has nothing to do with speculators. Speculators can do whatever they want. They're going to have some problems because, you know, the really expensive stuff goes into auction. And if you want to quick flip something, I put a stamp into uh, Siegel. I put it in, I think, two and a half months ago. It's going to be in their upcoming sale, which they're preparing the book for right now and then it's going to take about two to three months after that for me to get my money so you're dealing with a six month 
turnaround time, that's not kind of what a speculator wants to see. That is fine for an investor, although, you know, that's a very, very short time frame for investing. And for a collector, you know, I have stamps in my collection, as you do, that have been there for decades. You know, we spent $100 for a stamp 20 years ago. We are not looking to turn this over for a quick return, but we want to get our money back at the end. So there is a significant difference here of what we're seeing now, which is very short term, and planning ahead for what is possibly long term. We're all stamp collectors, and we all look at the long term. And the long term, I think you have to look at 1970s and see what the stamp market did then. I am uh, right now doing some research uh, on what happened to stamps during the Great Depression. And remarkably, the information is very difficult to get. Um, you have to search auction catalogs and try to find comparable stamps, which is difficult. Just using the Scott's catalog is an indicator, but it's not a very good indicator because Scott's catalog changed its values for other reasons. And so uh, I will be getting back to you on that. that. That's my next project. Like I said, now is the time for you to kind of determine a stamp collecting strategy. What do you want to do over the next one year? What do you want to do over the next three years? What do you want to do over the next five years? And as I said, my strategy is over the next one year, I'm going to buy the valuable stuff that I need. Over the next three years, I'll knock it down a tier. Over the next five or six years, then, you know, I think we're going to kind of be on the top of that hump where prices are kind of getting insane. And so then I'm going to start buying the cheap stuff and filling in all the small holes, you know, seven years from now, you know, you'll be going cash, you know, weren't you like five years ago spending $102 for a stamp and uh, today you're spending 25 cents for a stamp. And I'll say, yep, yep, that's my strategy. So we think about it and happy collecting. We need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come. 
to go. If this silkom was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.